reset. I hope you brought rubbers because a storm is coming. That's nasty and not even a little scary. Rubbers? No rain booties. Don't improvise. Reset. Welcome to Adventure Brothers, Adventure Bros, Adventure Brothers Podcast, with me, your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Graham, Brown Widow, Mason. <laughs> Hi. Yeah? <laughs> Just thinking of the move-in scene of, you're not fucking that thing, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a... Uh... Oof. <laughs> the first thing that the first thing that popped into my mind was um Oh, did that just come out of your ah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's also a what great okay. one. Um We also have Matt Baron Underbite Dykes. Ooh. Oh. Throwback character. Haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Blast from the past. Yeah. Back when we were talking about him, I was always saying how he's one of my favorite characters that unfortunately just kind of disappears, and here we are where he has disappeared. Again? Yeah. He disappears, and he comes back, and then he disappears again. Like, when he came back that second time, you're like, oh, cool, this is going to be great, they're going to use him a bunch. Uh, wait, where'd he go? Yeah, oh, he's gone again. Hitman I just keep chance. thinking of when he's, uh, when Phantom Lin says, uh, I formed a revenge society, and uh, Baron and White goes, yeah, with a shoe and a toaster. <laughs> Or is it teacup? One of the two. Oh, he, he's definitely a toaster. Definitely a toaster. Well, because he has the teacup as well, though, doesn't he? Wisdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. But I don't think Paranormal mentions that one. I think it's just the yeah. shoe and the toaster. Yeah. It's been a while. Been a long while. Um, so I forgot to mention uh, the past couple of weeks, uh, but uh, I should do a, a big thank out to... Uh, I, I'm really sorry, buddy. I'm, if I'm butchering your name here, uh, Ranma Tushin. I'm sure that was horrible, uh, and I might remove the name entirely because you know who knows if you want that out there. Um, but I wrote in some fan mail, and it's this wonderful theory on uh, why Myra went nuts. And uh, it is. Uh, I was gonna read the whole thing on here, but he he really dove into this. Um, yep. Very long, very thought out, very well researched theory. Uh, and I gotta say, sure, I can see that happening. I, I can't. I'm not sure if there's enough in the show as is to go for what he was saying, but you know, uh, otherwise it was pretty good. Yeah, definitely very thorough and researched, yeah. and yes, it's yeah, quite a lengthy email. Uh, but very cool. Very and cool for the theory. future, if anybody else wants to write to us with these sorts of theories, we are more than happy to get them. But uh, in that email, be sure to say whether or not we can post it, because I don't want to post your stuff without your permission. Um, so if you do want your theory on Myra being posted, reach back out to us. I think I've already sent you an email back at this point uh, saying, can we post this or not? Uh, but if you do want to send us fan theories, we are always happy to receive them. ATHpod.com for all the ATH Network shows. Uh, reach out to us there. Uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, and if you want your stuff posted... Be sure to note that in the email, and then we will know. Uh, Hell, the only reason I'm here is because I reached out to them on the Facebook page. Yeah, see, we, we like reaching out. We like interacting with fans. We like talking to people. And, we sometimes and bring Brock. them on board. Yeah, Brock was and the Brock, same way. And Brock, lead researcher. Yeah. 
which we haven't thanked in a while. He's still doing research on every single episode. I always forget to thank him. <laughs> Thanks, Brock. Thanks, Thanks Brock. <laughs> oh, my God. He is a lifesaver. He, he really is. Incredible like, work. This show would not happen without him because we, we, we don't do nearly enough research on our own, and we always forget to thank him because I am terrible at that. Uh, but he knows he's thanked. He knows it out there somewhere in the world, right? Right? I'm sure. We love Brock. Brock. Thanks, we Brock. Hashtag thanks, Brock. Uh, <laughs> so that's all the housekeeping stuff for this week. So Bellicose Proxy is the episode of the week. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I'm wearing, currently, as we're recording, I'm wearing the shirt from this episode. I was so excited, and I loved this one so much. Um, but it is Matt's turn to tell us what happens this week. So, Matt, do you want to do a real quick breakdown? Sure thing. So, uh, the monarch decides to join the Big Villain Program, a mentorship program similar to Big Brothers, and is assigned St. Cloud as his little villain. He and 21 tutor him on how to be a supervillain and arch Billy Quizboy. Rooster gets wind of this and decides to, with the help of Brock, tutor Billy on how to fight off an arch. A level one arch, though, that is. Um, meanwhile, Sheila is trying to get Girl Stranger S464 to cooperate and turn on the Peril Partnership and become a double agent. St. Cloud and Billy, with Pete, uh, face off outside Ventec Tower and end up hallucinating an epic battle thanks to St. Cloud's laughing gas. And S four six four and Kimberly McManus are reunited, and it is. Re- and he tells her that he is a double agent. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go like shorter this time rather than rambling on for twenty six minutes, which is very much appreciated. Uh, hmm. Now, Matt, you weren't obviously. We talked at great length at how much you hated last week. Um, how do you feel Indeed. about this? Week? I love this episode. Hate it again. I'm very surprised. Um, wow. <laughs> two for two, Matt. Uh, I think you need your ears syringe in there. <laughs> uh, but no, I agree with you. I think this one's great. Uh, th- this one just cracks my shit up every time I watch it. I think it's a great episode. Uh, I mean, that whole opening with the tra- in the training center is fucking amazing. Like, um, every room here is designed to be, like, fighting... Whatever it is, I can't remember the exact line. And then he opens the door and goes, "Is this giant uh, guy who looks like Woman. that yeah. Batman villain, Clayface?" He yeah. Just goes, yeah. "Shut the fucking door!" Protect <laughs> for that one. That's the men's room. Ladies' <laughs> room. Ladies' room. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way he goes. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> gets me every time. See, out of that whole sequence, the one that gets me the most is always the, uh, no, this is our hologram room. And- <laughs> the hologram one, yep. Oh, no. I'd written that down as well. <laughs> we really should put better signs on these doors. <laughs> or just any signs. There's no signs on any of the fucking doors, nope. which is just fantastic. Especially with later with Dr. Z comes barging in. And- <laughs> yeah. Is this 8C? No, this is 8B. Oh, my man. mistake. <laughs> my mistake. Fucking love Doctor Z. And then we can all get makeovers <laughs> and milkshake. We're not fucking doing that. And the, the fucking the clue reference, not clue, clueless reference in there. <laughs> good shit. Uh, so good. Good shit. Uh, so Graham, I assume you're on the same page as us. We are all loving this one. Yeah. No, I love this episode, and I love the idea of the big, vi- you know, big villain stuff. And oh man, it's just so much good stuff. I actually kind of want to talk a little bit about that big villain thing, because I, I really enjoy it. However, 
it does feel like something like the, the guild gets so expanded in season seven, especially as you find out they have like the rival, the peril partnership who has been mentioned before, but nowhere near as much as they're going to be throughout the rest of the season. Um, right. But it does feel like more of a official organization in season seven than anywhere else before with the whole, the point system, how you have to be a top earner, the, the training program with the big villain, little villain thing. All mm. this stuff is really interesting, and I really love sinking my teeth into it. But it does kind of have this like feeling, like of almost regret, I guess, of I wish this was present throughout the whole series. Well, this is the first time we've really had one of the characters who is like a main character in the guild council. So That's yeah. true. this is why we're seeing it now. And like in season six, they were still trying to rebuild the guild, and now by season seven, it's it's basically it's all the guild is back. Like it's all put back together, it's all strong, we don't have the blue morpho going around fucking things up. So this is the first time we really get a chance to see it, I think. No, that's very fair. Uh, I, I think that makes a, a lot of sense. I think it's just the... I have so much fun with it, and I think there's so mm -hmm. much they could have done throughout, like when Sergeant Hatred was still a villain, um, antagonist, sorry, uh, when all that was still going on, I feel like there was some more that we could have seen from this side of things that we didn't really before. And it's not a problem because we still got it at some point. So, like, I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining, but it would have been kind of cool to see this level of organization from the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, the Sovereign more involved in, you know, some of these types of details and stuff like that. But so I definitely, I I, I definitely agree that this is the new GCI. And yeah. I think this is kind of being uh, remade in net well yeah by sheila yeah um which is great and so i think this is kind of the first like matt said like this is kind of the first opportunity that we get uh to have this view into this world and yeah i mean i i, I hear you i would love to have been here longer but i'm just so glad we're here now and i think it's i think it's better now seeing this version under sheila's rule than it would have been under the sovereign's rule because the sovereign probably didn't have a bunch of this stuff i was just gonna say that do we, do we think that the sovereign had the big villain little villain program or is no. that a new thing no I, I think you're probably right there's no way he definitely didn't because uh even the monarch said it before he's like holy crap like level one gigs are so cush these days they didn't block traffic for us but back in the day yeah and i love that they block traffic for him we, we, we got to dive into that. Like, as much as I love talking to guild stuff, we, we have to dive into the, the Monarch and St. Cloud, because it is... Oh, God. It's <laughs> so good. I and forgot. This is like... Until when he throws in the laser episode. cannon? Oh, God, it was so cool. It was going so well until then. I forgot that there was two episodes I enjoyed St. Cloud in. I forgot how much I love him in this episode. He is so great. I mean, this is the first episode where Finally. I really loved St. Cloud, to be honest. Yeah. Like... I've been telling he's you guys. so good in this one because it's like he's not – he's smarmy and everything like that, but he's not great. And it, that's what's – I think that's what, that's what's so good about it. I think that's what's been missing and I love how they, the whole time. I love how they comment on it too, or at least 21 does. I'm like, God, you're just so creepy. Like it's scary but like in a creepy way. Yeah. I wore my brother's his evil laugh as well with that weird <laughs> thing at the end. Oh, <laughs> My big... I'll get you, quiz boy. <laughs> <laughs> my big villain is roasting me. I'm so glad I wore my rubber, rubber panties. panties. 
<laughs> Stop! I just I love that uh, the um, the exchange in the Batmobile. So you ready to pull your first penis? <laughs> well, that sounds unappetizing. <laughs> no, penis is just an acronym for prelim- preliminary effective new information schooling. It's like recon, but uh, you bash it up. Then why not just call it recon instead of penis? Instead of what? Instead of instead what? what? Instead of penis. What? Of what? A penis. It's I hard to hear, hear you back here. there. <laughs> penis. I said penis. Penis. <laughs> I fucking love it. I absolutely love that. That whole sequence. There's like, when they first go to see him, and like he's like, oh my god, this is the X2. This is this guy's loaded. How is this guy only a level one? And it's like he's got Blue Thunder, Blue Thunder, and like Blue Thunder's a awesome film uh, you know should go see it but yeah he's got it and then they actually meet him and it's like oh you fucking kidding me that's saint cloud and it's like yeah that's why it's a level one totally yeah. oh my god and this the when they finally have the showdown with billy and pete which is just ridiculous uh i love him coming out of the cloud and like the there's a storm coming, so I hope you brought your rubbers. Don't improvise! <laughs> <laughs> and he's just awful. Like, he is just... It's so good to finally see the representation of St. Cloud that I've been feeling this whole time. Of Like, he's the worst! And like, oh, he is the worst. He's a terrible villain. Yep. Especially when you break, the breaks train into... on the tennis court as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe when he breaks like, into... Uh, Billy's mom's house. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh, poor Saint Cloud diving through the window and finding <laughs> Colonel Gentleman, and then Billy's mom. Yeah. Colonel Gentleman reading a book on needlepoint. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, ho, ho, laddie boy! And he's just chose so the wrong excited to, to kick someone's talk. ass. Like he's so happy. Like, oh, what a lovely Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ross, Ross, dear, there's a wee little pest in here. <laughs> They're just water, but oh! <laughs> <laughs> I also just love the question, like the, uh, does your hat shoot lightning or something? He's like, this is made out of foam core. Yeah. <laughs> you have any special powers or anything? Were you like bitten by a, a bug or something? Oh, restless light. We could use that. Super restless. Li- no, that's dumb. <laughs> So you have no special abilities. I have many. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they, oh. I love the uh, the bit where it's like the lightning rifle and uh, and then Tony was like cloud bombs loaded with nerve gas. It's like level one, dude. Level what? one. <laughs> cloud bombs with laughing gas. I <laughs> oh, gassed himself. Oh, no. <laughs> and he gassed himself. And I love that they. <laughs> their entire fight sequence is all in their heads, and they just found them all sleeping together in a pile. <laughs> Yep. When are you going to tell them about that? Never. Never. <laughs> Which is like another great dad moment from, from yeah, Rusty. Yeah, this is another thing I mentioned in there. Like, Rusty's being a pretty decent guy. Yeah. I, I have a theory, and we'll see, because I, like I said, I don't remember season seven as well as uh, any of the other seasons. But does Rusty kind of grow up throughout this season? Kind of. Or Kinda. We just, do we just yeah. have two episodes yeah. in a row where he happened to be a slightly better person? I mean, I think there is like a true. slight involution of his character throughout this season. I think because it's weird. It's like it's almost like he's dealt with the shit from his dad because his dad's now gone completely. Huh. Yeah. He's sort of dealt with it. Maybe that would, well, maybe he's starting to move on. 
Yeah. He's not gone completely. He's definitely in a cooler somewhere. Um, but in his mind, <laughs> gone completely. Uh, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think he finally might have let go of some of that baggage, and he might become a slightly better person. I could eat these words next week very quickly, um, but I don't. Not, no, no, I don't think next week. Next week's all a hallucination. From what, if I'm remembering the episode right, so that wouldn't be it. I mean, that might be two episodes from now. It's a simulation. Simulation. Sorry. Um, so no, I think we could be right. He might be growing up a little bit. Go Rusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally. Only took you. I do love forty something so years. If we're if we're talking about the monarch in twenty one training Saint Cloud, we have to talk a little bit about uh, Rusty and Brock training uh, Pete and Billy how to be the good guys, if you will. Uh, please don't. It's protagonist. Um, I, I mean, like that that initial thing. Come in, Brock. We have a level one guild archin. So, what do you want, aspirin or something? <laughs> See, you're scared of a scroll. <laughs> but I love the Billy thing- with the frigging cork gun as well. Like this is a ray gun. Empty an empty cock gun at that. <laughs> oh, and it isn't until cock, I gotta load this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't until the the purple cloud comes around and he's like, I'm going to get you, Maruhaha. And then Billy's like, who's Maruhaha? Who's Maruhaha? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it's an evil laugh, Billy. Oh, wait a minute. That's how the monarch spells Maruhaha. Now Stupid it's you and two R's. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, as soon as they agree to help him, it, like the rest of their time together is fantastic. From the costumes they go get from Ezio, uh... <laughs> To how they just keep oh, I love that Enzo's silly. back. I love that he's back. Oh, I love Enzo. I love Enzo. And, and referencing that Rusty stole the uh, the blue tuxedo as yep. well. <laughs> That's great. But I also, I just, I love them. They keep shooting Billy with the paintballs. <laughs> and every time. And then when Hank. I love Hank's, Hank's moment. Is brilliant. Yeah. Hank's oh, that is reminds so me. Blam. <laughs> I told you not to trust anyone. Just because he <laughs> points the watch at him. I said, trust no one. <laughs> I want to talk about Stranger S four six four and the um, interrogation scene. Oh, yeah, the description of the tub. Oh my god, Jesus! The look on Sheila's face as she's describing it—that gets me. Oh god, that big grin, and it's just, just so very calmly describing how of milk, all this disgusting thing that's going to happen. Whenever you get hungry, you would pour honey on your face. Oh, that That, actually—that sounds nice. Nice, yeah. Until it starts to go rancid. And then from that moment, you're like, oh my god. It just yeah. gets more and more horrid. And it's like, it, it's legit creepy, scary, holy fuck, that's terrifying. I never, I really, really want to stop thinking about this. Please stop talking. You're still talking. This is really disrupting. And yeah, really, I, really, really I don't want to get into that tub. No. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, we've always said that Sheila, we, like, we've always said Sheila's the most capable character. Yeah. It's, it, at least on the on the uh, antagonist side in the guild. She's the most mm-hmm. capable mm-hmm. of those characters. And that scene with her describing the tub and everything is just like, yes, she is. And it's like, it's, a, it's one of the best threats I've ever sort of seen in not just Venture Brothers, in, in most TV series, really, because it's just so... The, the way it's delivered 
it's just so calm and mm -hmm. she's got a big smile on her face as she's describing it all and you know just like going into very gory details of exactly what's going to happen because she's but just not, so excited about it not in a creepy way yeah just just very like as as if she's describing what she'd watched on tv last night or like how to roast a chicken or something like that it's just very precise step-by-step -step stuff yeah and it's effective i mean she knows exactly who she's talking to she knows exactly what she's getting at and she gets the results that she needs he he he's like oh yeah oh the per the peril partnership yeah 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 let's talk about them like, yeah, I'm working. Great. I mean, I mean, if I was <laughs> if I was S four six four, I would definitely want to be wearing some brown pants. Let's put it that <laughs> yeah, I, I would he never. He has a want tube to... on his, but he has a would bowl on his head with tubes sticking out of it. <laughs> I think you're beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, and I then just the, the the fact that he does it successfully, turns, and then gets the girl. Like it all works yeah. out. Well, I was going to say yeah. also with Sheila, too. So take from this moment and then cut to the very end of this episode where he's about to kick the shit out of Agent Kimberly McManus. Yeah. And Monarch jumps in and is like, oh, there you are. He's like, thanks, honey. You saved my life. He's like, no, 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 no. I saved your job. I saved her life because you would have kicked the shit out of her. It's like, <laughs> I think it's beautiful. A beautiful little moment. And just yeah. an incredible little quick arc of Sheila, of like how the most capable, but also how just kind of on the edge she is always. Oh yeah, when she's ready to go fucking nuts, she can go fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, it's such a good, so good. And I also like that they kind of wrap up the the S four six four. I mean, he might does he come back? Like, because he's not my favorite character. Yeah, I think he does come back. But not like this In is like the end of his major arc, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he gets the girl. And, well, I guess he has a double agent now, so maybe there might be more to it. I could be jumping the gun on that. I'm just not a huge fan of him for some reason. It just doesn't do a ton for me. Yeah, I mean, I think we've There's spent not really enough a time. lot there. He's very yeah. one dimensional. Yeah, I think we've spent enough time with him and Agent Kimberly McManus. Um, you know, that's kind of funny. We, you know, we see the thing and blah, blah, blah. And I love that our little interactions and stuff. But, uh,. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. Done. I mean, it all Move comes on. from like the like one little scene as well. Yeah. In the last episode of season six. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, how how will I remember you? I have a two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the top of my skull removed <laughs> and this clear plastic dome put on tube sticking, sticking out of it. Tube sticking. I love in the last episode how he's just like trying to introduce himself to all of the OSI to everyone. Oh, that's fucking gross. Sorry, pal. I can't help you with that. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Agent Kimberly McManus. I mean, I think it's great. It's wonderful. It's 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 beautiful. It's a nice little moment and we don't spend too much time there. And even in this episode, we get the little blips that we need and how they, you know, uh, Sheila takes him to watch and ward and <laughs> they see her, her beautiful code um, and all of that. And it doesn't feel too much. And by the end of this episode, we're like, okay, we're done. We can move on to something else now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one last thing I need to mention in this episode before we say goodbye and move into our favorite Venture Brother moment. Uh, I have to give the show credit for calling back to Gardo. I was so happy with that. Oh, my God. That. Yeah, I, I made note of that as well. Like the actual mention of Gardo. Yeah. Gardo, <laughs> like, what is it? It could have been a killbot with my voice programmed into it. 
Because I made one of those. <laughs> it did not end well. His name was Gardo. <laughs> was Gardo. Was that season one, too? Season one? Yeah. I think it's one of, like, maybe episode three or yeah, four as well. Yeah, it's very early on. Very early. Yeah, so I was very happy to hear a mention of Gardo again. Um, but that was it. I, I think we're ready for our, our Venture Brothery moment. Uh, oh, I did want to quickly first... mention, I, I oh, said sure. this before, uh, I said this last week when we were talking about... Uh, antagonists and protagonists and we were talking about good guys versus bad guys and in this episode another sheila moment it's like come on guys we are the guild of calamitous intent we are the bad guys own it gentlemen and it's like there another kind of declarative moment for sheila in this episode also piggybacking off of last episode where they were debating good guys versus bad guys antagonists protagonists this type of stuff um well big villain program right there in the title yeah I, I was thinking about that actually when we were talking about this a bit earlier, uh, a bit further on when someone mentioned because i was thinking actually yeah they're, they're not going on that protagonist antagonist it's not big antagonist program it's big villain that's true so i don't know why certain i think it's just like red mantle and dragoon who had the biggest problem with it it's like the old guy yeah almost so that's why i think that this big villain program is a new thing yeah because you know it is the big villain program it's not the big antagonist program it's definitely a sheila thing for sure and maybe yeah. dr z he seems kind of into it i mean he's into anything That's no we can get true. milkshakes <laughs> makeover i love dr z um yeah okay so let, let's move into the uh the venture brother moment uh graham went first last week matt do you want to go first i mean i just love the whole when they when they present St. Cloud with the lightning rifle <laughs> and it's just it's it's so it is so like you can't you couldn't really do that in anything that like he's talking about you know doing all the really cool stuff and it's like yeah feel that and then he throws it to him and it just knocks him like flying he's like oh that was so cool up until that moment <laughs> uh, mine's a little mine's also a St. Cloud moment and it's one of St. Cloud's lines which I never thought would happen uh, but it's when he's trying to get like his evil catchphrase off the ground and running, and it's just not working. And he has the phrase, "I hope you brought rubbers because a storm is coming." And like, ah, oh, that's gross and not <laughs> scary. And he's like, no, like for the raid, like rubber booties. <laughs> he's not even trying to be gross, and he's just awful. Uh, yep, so that's gross. Yep. Uh, Graham, what about uh, you? So I'm kind of stuck between two. Like one, I really love that the the tub description thing, just because. Oh my god, that's so fucking disgusting. Um, but that kind of could happen in another in another show. So I just kind of want to go with the Doctor Z moment of the makeover montage between all three of them because <laughs> it's fucking incredible. And then them just flashing back and going, "No, I don't want <laughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah, we're, we're not doing. We're that. not fucking doing that." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that's the Bellicose Proxy. Do you want to do a really quick round of plugs and say goodbye? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this week on yeah. uh, After the Hype, or Beyond the Hype, Behind the Hype are the words I'm looking for, uh, we are oh. covering Gremlins 2, the new batch, the next Joe Dante film. Um, and as we say on Behind Gremlins the Hype, too. are you ready to Dante? Joe Dante. <laughs> So if that didn't get you excited for the show, I don't know what will. Please still <laughs> listen to the show. It's it's funny. Right? 
Yeah. Uh, that's it for me though, Matt. Matt, what are you plugging? Um, same old, same old. I'm getting in back into sewing, write my articles. I really realized uh, earlier on today that Die Hard two and three are thirty and twenty five years old respectively. So I think I may end up doing a little thing on the Die Hard, the two Die Hard sequels, because you know Die Hard was the first article I wrote for the ATH uh, site. And it'd be nice, sort of, nice little full circle thing to come back to Die Hard. Yeah. So yeah, I'm think think about uh, doing something on that. There's a there's quite a few things this year um, that are going to be hitting those milestone ages. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I really look forward to that Doctor Who article. Graham, what about you? Um. Yep. Cool. Uh, so that is uh, <laughs> that is it. Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to say bye now. Bye. Bye now. Now. Bye now. Nobody can refuse to stay. Now bye. <laughs> oh, we forgot Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs>